Holy speedsters, Batman. We are talking about the Flash movie. And boy, do we have a full house and we are full of it. So let's do this, everybody. Mike. Hey, wait, wait. Hey, hey uh, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Why does the flat why does Barry Allen not run naked? I don't know. Why does Barry Allen not run naked? Because if he did, he would have to change his name to the Flasher. Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. What was that about being full of it? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> so who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, welcome to Two Geeks and the Microphone. And as I said earlier, we do have a full house with great guests and great conversations. Things are going to be on fire today. So welcome, everybody. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. And who is with us today? Not just one, but we got two guests with us today for this terrific episode. We have a full speedster flash panel, I should say. We have Mr. Theron. He's too cool for you, Lowry. And (laughs) our own geek philosopher, the geek with the Bible, Mr. Aaron McCoy. What up, though? How y'all doing? Good howdy, morning. howdy, everybody. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> Theron, good to see you, too, man. Oh, it's good to see you guys. It's awesome. Hey, by the way, Theron, I just want to say thanks for filling in for me sometimes when I was on my little my little break there for a little bit. So thanks for oh, hanging no out with us. It was great. Yes, sir. Hey, Theron, thanks for showing up for those episodes, too, by the way. <laughs> well, I tried, man. I tried. I tried. I have... I have I have, you know, things to save over in other countries by, you know, trying to destroy, like, you know, the bad guys and stuff like that. I try to do my superhero. You mean when you're in your alternate universe? When you're in the alternate Theranverse? There you go. Yeah. (laughs) It's called the sleep universe. (laughs) Yeah, apparently Theron thinks that he he can podcast in his sleep, but we're not connected to his head yet like the matrix we'll get, so. uh, elon musk will fix that we're, we're on our way well we get that i'm hoping for it too i'm like i'm like yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a uh sign up too to uh to do a sparring match with uh with mark zuckerberg just to see you know we can have a a cage fact we're gonna letters tables and chairs in this that's what I'm i gonna just do. heard that i heard that <laughs> I, I hope elon kicks mark's butt <laughs> I don't know, Marky Mark, man. Marky Mark be doing some what's that? Grandma Grandma. 
You're going to oh be like, Steve is a girl or something like that. I don't know. It was kind of crazy. But, you know. Whatever. He has that alien quality of him. I could see him getting hit and his face just being like jello or something. and just kind of blubbers and then just doesn't feel anything. Yeah, he's going to be like a T-1000. It's going to be like. Exactly. Bloop, bloop, bloop. And then he's going to have a Facebook logo on the other side. And- <laughs> I was kind of hoping it would shatter or something. Yeah. Yeah. going to go into the meta. He thought he was fighting a real person. He's fighting an avatar. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen with this. It's the metaverse. <laughs> the oh, metaverse. Are they gonna fight in the avatar? Uh, his his avatar uh, simulated uh, what's that boxing right around or whatever he was doing. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Well, guess what? We are talking the Flash. Uh no, not Flash Gordon. No, the Flash Speedster. So uh, anyway. Yes. Before we get to that, I do have some geeky news. Right. Yeah. I'm. Just, yeah. Go. Oh, go okay. for it. Give me the I geeky thought you, news. I thought you were like jumping right into it. Oh no! I, I you know me. You know how I do this. I just okay. say, hey, this is what we're doing, everybody. But first, hey, rock star oh, Mike's got Mike's got geeky news. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do have it this week, Mister, because I know last week I didn't have any. So uh, that's okay. yeah. Let's let, let's jump into the news real quick. All right, let's see if I can share screens here real quick. I'm doing the news sticker, sorry. Okay, go for it. All right, so first up on my geeky news, Marvel has gained rights to the Incredible Hulk. If you go to Disney+, Plus, you will actually see the Incredible Hulk uh, movie on the Disney Plus app. It's the one with Edward Norton in it. Um, the one that I actually think is the better of, of the two. So. Um, mm-hmm. Big question is, does that mean that we will eventually get a Hulk solo movie under the Disney banner? Hopefully. Well, we'll see. You mean the, the Disney Bruce banner? Well, uh, I'm just kidding. It, I knew what you meant, uh, Disney banner. It was just it was just kind of funny. It struck me. I could definitely see a World War Hulk in the mix there. There you go. There you go. Ooh, that would be what needs to happen. Or... The the Wolverine Hulk uh, as well Ooh. could be a good intro to, to Wolverine as well. You mean like um, Old Man Logan? Logan? Gosh. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, because of uh, the the I want the full on. I want him in the brown suit fighting the Hulk. If we're gonna do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. I, I really want to see that. I think we're gonna get it in Deadpool three. Um, I really want to see that old because because we had you know same about this the other day. We had sort of a whole cultural cleansing of comic book weirdness after Batman and Robin, you know, like it got so bizarre as a society, we couldn't handle real fantastical comic book movies. So, so they're like, Oh, X-Men, we're going to be cool. All right. We're going to have black leather. All right. We're going to be really cool. We got Batman stripped out. Everything was all like, we got to make this really, really cool really real and then marvel just slowly started to crank up the dial of weirdness so first like hey hey a robot suit right hey you can buy that that sounds normal it's like okay what what about what about alien space gods i mean they're aliens they're not they're not gods you know and and they're just kind of slowly going eventually like a talking tree and a raccoon with guns. I mean, you know, it's so, so by the time we oh, got we in the Guardians of the Galaxy, there we go. Yeah, yeah. By the time we got there, the society had been, been conditioned for, for just embracing, uh, 
superhero comic book weirdness, uh, which I love. I'm a huge fan of comic book weird. I think they should go with Maestro. I think Maestro would be the better fit for it. If you know who Maestro is out there in geek land, Maestro is like one of the craziest versions of the Hulk. And not only is that he's just really smart, but he's ultimately strong. Like he is, if you think you know that World Breaker Hulk has something on him, that's one of those things I don't think they did like a matchup with with World Breaker Hulk and Maestro. But uh, I really do have Maestro in the in the bucket on that one. He's this dude is crazy good. But technically, it's the same Hulk, so I don't know if you could do that. Uh no, slightly different. It's kind of like saying like the Gray Hulk and the Red Hulk is kind of the same. There's it's not it's they they all they all have their different quirks. Maestro is like well, Gray Hulk those. and Red Hulk are definitely different because Gray Hulk is still yeah. <clears throat> under banner, but Red Hulk is is uh general uh oh, general Ross, um, okay okay my fault who will be Harrison Ford by the way all right well Ooh, moving on right. moving on so James Gunn has narrowed his search for Superman he is now down to three actors uh Nicholas Holt David Cornsweet Cornsweet what a name unless I'm saying that wrong and Tom Brittany so. I don't know any of these three actors. That could be a really good thing that we got unknown coming in. I'm kind of okay with that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Here, um, so if those who have seen Renfield, remember that was on my last week's yes. uh, thing. Oh, the vampire thing. Yeah. The, the, the actor who plays Renfield, that's Nicholas Holt. Ah, okay. Oh. Okay. So that's one that you can put the face with, at least. Um, yeah. I mean, the other two we can we can. Is that, is that the same guy who played Beast in uh, like the the first yes. class X Men movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's also <clears throat> warm bodies. He's what? Oh, yeah. warm yeah. body. Uh, oh, it's been well, years. Seen warm that bodies. guy's gonna play Superman. Oh, man, they gonna, he gonna have to go through them buff transformations for me in order. To well, now that's that's one of three. That's one of three possibilities. So okay. Now I'm just saying, you know, they're gonna have to do a, a training montage. I love it when they do the Superman or the you know the character to be training montage. They do. They do. Oh, I had to eat like this, and I had to do this to become Captain America, or like you know, whatever. I I got a great, great oh, idea. Just bring Cavill back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, so, according to FanWire, uh, Michael Shannon was reported to say that uh, he was offered a role in Star Wars, and he turned it down because he said Star Wars is uninteresting. Oof. You know, I loved Michael Shannon till he said that. <sighs> Oof. <laughs> Ouch, that hurts. That just that hurts my geeky heart, man. Oh. I mean, no, you can no, I still love him, but you give him a droid that he has no aim or accuracy and he dies really fast. <laughs> Not for ten billion dollars, they won't make him a droid that he they kill right away. <laughs> Reportedly, they're saying that he was offered ten billion dollars. No, 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 no way. No, no I'm way. serious. I'm Mil- serious. Million or billion? No, it says billion. It says that uh, must be a typo. That's, that's a typo. Right here. Ten billion what? Star no, no, Wars no. franchise in the franchise. Oh, okay. I was about to say, bro. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Wait a minute. Regardless, he turned down Star Wars because he said Star Wars is uninteresting. <clears throat> I was about All to right. say, which can... a little bit. Look, Wait, I, which I love Superman. I love, I love that. But, but compared to, of those two, 
how can you say that Star Wars is the least interesting? That's a... well, okay. Now he he was Zod in Superman, and I thought he was an amazing Zod. Oh yeah. Can you imagine him as some kind of Sith Lord? <laughs> I I think he'd be fantastic. Uh, I, mm. The opportunity is just yeah. That's that's a dropped opportunity in my opinion for him, but. Um, I, and I also did see reports that uh, when he got the call for the Flash, his first his first thought was, "Well, wait a minute, Superman broke my neck. How can I come back in the Flash?" And they're like, "Well, you don't understand. It's it's a multiverse." And yeah, he's not a comic book geek. He doesn't get the multiverse. Oh wow! And he's just like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> well, he reportedly called Zack Snyder, and he he would not confirm the flash until he got approval from Zack Snyder saying that Zack okayed it, that he was clear to, to uh, be in the flash movie. So, oh, wow. yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, uh, you can see where his loyalties lie at least. Um, Marvel baby. <laughs> Michael. Oh, Shannon, what, am DC? what am I talking about? Yeah. We're, we're talking DC here. Michael Shannon is just a fantastic Zod though. Yeah. I, I love him as Zod. All right, and in my final uh, news story, uh, according to comic book, I'm sorry, you've already gone one over your allotted amount. Uh, I has allotted a lot. Amount. Uh, <laughs> last, the last one on on the docket. Uh, Batman Beyond movie was supposed to happen. Had the Flash done mm. better? Mm. Ouch! Uh, Ouch! Oh, this is gonna be a juicy mm. one. I see it coming. I, I, I'm I'm hurt by this. I'm really really Me hurt too. by this, because um, um, I really wanted the Batman Beyond movie so bad, and and Michael Keaton would have been our our Bruce Wayne in it, and he's perfect for it. Um, yeah, I, I've been saying I, since I we started this podcast, I want Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton. That's. Uh... That's a pretty passive-aggressive title. Oh, well, we would have done it if this would have been, you know, okay. Yeah. I don't I don't buy it, and, and here's why. That's bullcrap. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, bull I, I, I want to hear – I really want to hear what you guys have to say about the movie. So I may come back to this, or I okay. may come back to it next week because um, – the the way that's phrased, and that's also comicbook.com, which you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Um well, okay, th that's that comicbook.com is reporting that, but it actually comes from the son of uh one of the producers of second he, he was, cousin twice removed. Make me absolutely nothing. That's no, all I've got to say about that. It comes from the son of Michael o Olson, Olson, I can't pronounce his last name. That's right. Uh, who was a longtime Batman producer, and and he told this to Kevin Smith. So it's not fully on comic book. Comic book is dot com is reporting what was said on Kevin Smith's. I think, it's still, I think well, it still may be early, but anyway. So okay, that's all I'm going to say. We're only fifteen I, minutes I, in. So look, it's just it's it was a headline. It was an interesting. It line that's Look, <laughs> it triggered me i'm just saying i can tell <laughs> well, you think supposed to be in the uh the the trash supergirl or not supergirl but that girl movie yes 
Yes, what? Keaton was in the in the Batgirl movie. Yeah, yeah. so but they they yeah, like you said, they threw that in the trash. <laughs> I'm so uh, curious about how bad that had to be. To yeah, you know that there is part of me that like would, the show. There's part of me that would like to see it, you know, just because if it's that bad, I I kind of want to see it in a way. Or I want I want to see the Mystery Science Theater guys watch it. It's really oh. what I want to see. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. That would be awesome. All right. We ready to move on to some geek dar? Go yep. for it. All right. Ooh. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps. I've lost the sweeps. And I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. <laughs> That's not all he's lost. Right on. All right. So, um, who would like to go first? Um, <clears throat> let me go first, actually. Uh, so, as far as um, some of the Geek Dar stuff I have, I, I, I do want to bring up some of the things that I kind of took note of. Uh, I did go see the uh, Rise to Beast Wars movie, ah. Transformers. All right. And, and all okay. Right. So if you are a fan of the Beast Wars that was in the uh was it the early 90s and stuff like that, the rising yeah. part. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> you okay. like Transformers. And if you like the Bumblebee and you like and if you like the Bumblebee standalone, not the Michael Bay version, but if you like the Transformers, um it's 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 a separate part of the Transformer franchise. But if you're going to see that movie, I will highly suggest, you know, keep your expectations low. All right. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. I got another one. Elemental. That is a uh, a Disney the Pixar Disney movie. One. Yeah. Disney one. So I'm I'm gonna try to keep this one. It's a cute movie, but then again, at the same time, just look for a coming of age tale from a, a story about immigration. There you go. That's a, that's yeah. that is a movie that I'm gonna put in that perspective. It's good. It's cute. It's not like how it is for Inside Out, or uh, it's by the director who okay. made The Good Dinosaur. So. If you okay. like that movie, you're going to love this mm-hmm. one. If you didn't like that movie, you're going to, like I said, keep your expectations. Low. That's that's what I've heard. <clears throat> I've heard that it was not as good as other things that they have done. And yes, uh, I wondered if it was going to be similar to Inside Out because it seemed somehow similar just to me by watching the trailers and stuff. So it's okay. very much like the good dinosaur. All right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I saw that one as well. I definitely enjoyed it. Definitely not. Um, it's kind of a mid-tier Pixar film because they've definitely been, you know, struggling, I think, lately to kind of recapture what they used to be. I'm actually working on, I want to do a big, uh, I want to get to do a video essay thing on uh, Pete Doctor, who made uh, Monsters, Inc., Up, Inside Out, Soul. Um, I actually think he's probably one of the greatest story writers of our all time. Or, or oh, of our time. That sounds but, interesting. But people, people don't quite. He he subverts like everything you expect about films, and and mm. he's doing it in children's films, and like and, and he does it so subtly, people don't even notice that he's doing it. It's not like a lot of the you know, hey, look what we're doing, look at this big amazing thing. Like it's just so subtle of of these really deep existential. Um, you know, I mean, like, like, like 
inside out. You know, most mm-hmm. stories are about, oh, let's achieve happiness. Let's get, let's become happy. And inside out's like, uh, maybe you need to be sad sometimes, you know, maybe it's, you know, there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really damaging to, uh, to constantly seek happiness, mm-hmm. but, uh, but that's, that's yeah. in the worst. Let, let us know when you do that and then we'll make sure that we'll let everybody know, uh, yeah. on that and stuff. That sounds really interesting. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's pretty amazing, but no, but I did like elemental it definitely was good. Um, a lot better than I expected because I think the, I think the marketing went wrong on that because they kind of set it up as primarily a love story. But I agree with yes. Darren; it's it's really the story of immigrants and yes. of adjusting to new culture. And the guy even made it as a tribute to his parents because he was yes. a, a first gen- generation. Um, it's well. a rom com, Disney's first yes. ever rom com. Let that take yes. Oh yeah, Lord. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. it's um, it's one of those hey, Aaron, things. Yeah. You're not selling this movie to me. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, all right. Uh, moving on. All right, if that's the case, um, I wasn't here for the Quicksilver versus Flash uh, uh, episode, but then again, my boy Pedro is going to make his uh, debut with Craven, the Hunter, the same actor who actually played Quicksilver in the uh, Marvel uh, Age of Ultron, is actually coming yep. back as Craven. So he does live. People, we do have, you know. Pedro Maximoff does live in this universe. It does live in the Marvel <laughs> Universe again. Just let you guys know that. Boom. All right. But he Very ends up being Craven. He ends up being Craven. Yeah. That's how it comes back. That, yeah, that was my geek dar. I watched the trailer okay. and I watched it again. And I watched it again. Mm-hmm. But then that's the all the time I had. So yeah, but yeah. uh I it's intriguing. Yes. I still wonder if it's gonna be kind of like Morbius. Or some other films where it's just kind of, yeah, you know, so so, but it looks fascinating, looks interesting. It looked, I I thought it looked interesting too. And I had no interest in it before the trailer was released. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see, two things from video game worlds, uh, on Disney Direct Mario Maker RPG. Boom, we have it, it's coming to the Switch. That is awesome. I've been waiting for this game for a long time. I'm definitely going to buy it day one. Uh, and on uh, the Xbox uh, universe and stuff like that, Starfield is going to be the the it's going to be the next hype. I'm actually looking forward to that. Got that on download and stuff like that. If you guys been playing Diablo, it has been one of those things where it's a hit and miss for me because I'm kind of dying a lot right about now. But at the same time, it's actually yeah, they're going to have more DLC and it's actually going to be a pretty good game going forward. All nice. right, uh, last two things for me um, in a what if storyline in the comics right about now. Miles becomes the Incredible Hulk. Whoa! Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Miles becomes the Incredible... Miles Morales becomes the Incredible Hulk instead of Bruce Banner. And Flash actually taps into... uh, On the DC side, Flash actually taps into uh, becoming um, a guide in Impulse 86, I want to say. And that's how he was able to beat uh, Dark Side and uh, when he was going up against, I think, what was his name? I don't know the storyline. So it's a it's a the the future Barry Bart Allen, aka Impulse. He was basically doing a time displacement clone of himself and through the space through the speed force but uh you can get into that story arc it's actually really good he he becomes a uh, flash he, he gets so powerful and i know this is this this is the reason why i left this as the last one on the geek dark where he actually becomes so powerful that he actually becomes a guy in order to defeat 
dark side and i think that is actually because you know dark side is not a easy villain to go down and dark side is just he's 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 omega 11 omega level so he's just he's crazy he's crazy strong so yeah that's pretty much it all right all right aaron you got any geek door uh, not too much. I mean, I, you know, I said I went to, I uh, saw Elemental, went to the drive and saw that and Little Mermaid and, you know, Flash. I mean, those are definitely the, the biggest things. And I'll tell you what, now, now, as far as, um, new stuff, not, not too much. Um, I have to tell you what though, I've been going through Gravity Falls again with my kids. Have you guys ever seen that? I have never watched, I've watched it. it. Yeah. Watched it my kids. Gravity <laughs> Falls is one of the greatest cartoons created and i think the ending of it so this is only two seasons and mm-hmm. they just wanted a definitive story of a summer with these kids and and the ending it's probably the best series finale i've ever seen of any uh of any show um it's fantastic it's, re- it's kind of like a kids rick and morty almost mm, yeah um, that's what i was getting but, yeah. but it, in, in the beginning starts off just kind of generic you know uh, mystery episodes. It's, it's also kind of like a kid's X-Files as well, where they're kind of exploring mm-hmm. paranormal uh, things. I like There's that description, weird yeah. And, yeah. And Gravity Falls. And and so they start off just kind of, you know, individual things, but then it, it you start getting more of a through line as you go of these mysteries of, of you know, who wrote this, you know, this journal with all these, um, uh, these things. And, it, and it's been out for a while. I think it first came out, like, I don't know, 2014, something like that, or so i think for a lot of our generation probably haven't seen it you know like it can but but watching it with my kids now um it's uh it's a very very well done show so even if you <laughs> don't have kids go on disney plus um it it's it is worth watching genuinely funny genuinely good story um, yeah it's, it's good it's pretty fantastic. i watched it with my kids my boys were watching it when it was out mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, so yeah, yes, I'm that old, everybody. Okay, <laughs> I'm a little older than you, Stephen. So, um, <laughs> all right, so Stephen, yours was Craven. Yeah, mine was Craven. Okay, and, all. Yeah. and I watched uh, Extraction Two. Um, oh yes, it's really good. I watched it's really uh, good. I watched the first one and the second one back to back, and I had to watch the second one again because I was just like, huh. Okay, that was good. A lot of the action is a really good movie. It's it's just a, don't expect a, a deep, well thought out plot, but the action. Mm-hmm. If you're in for action movies, you got to see it, and it's on Netflix, everybody. So, uh, it's it's a great action film. Just the stuff that they do, how they film it, and what they do action wise mm-hmm. is a plus. Uh, story, story, uh, yeah. you know. But hey, action's great. Um, thinking of it like a uh, John Wick type ordeal. If you like the John, Wick, oh, that's one of those. I haven't seen John Wick for. I meant to rent that uh, here shortly. But then again, it's it's definitely has that that element to it. If you like that t- style of movie. Okay, yep. I have two for Geek Dar. One would be Icons on Earth, uh, Star Wars, which is a Star Wars Star Wars docu series. It's about six episodes long. It finally turned up on, uh, shoot, I forgot where I had watched it. Anyway, it finally turned up on somewhere that I actually had on streaming, except for the middle episode. I had to go purchase the middle episode from iTunes for $2.99. But other Mm. than that, I watched all six episodes. It's a fantastic 
documentary on Star Wars, goes behind the scenes, has a lot of interviews with Marsha Lucas, Marsha Lucas, uh, George's uh, ex-wife, um, which is really interesting. So if you can watch uh, Icons on Earth Star Wars edition, it's really, really good. Um, the other one I what is that on? It was, uh, man, I can't remember where I went. Megan, can you find it real quick? Megan will find it real quick. And, okay, and tell, all right. Uh, What's it called? Uh, Icons Unearth Star Wars. And my other one is Planet of the Apes has a new comic book. What? Um, so, yeah, as you can see here, 20th century, or here, or here, <laughs> 20th, 20th century Fox. Nice. Was bought by Marvel or by by Disney, so since they gained 20th Century Fox, it means they gained the rights to uh, the Planet of the Apes. And I saw that they come out with a new comic book, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta get the Planet of the Apes!" So, and then uh, my wife saw it, and she's like, "What?" And she doesn't read comic books, and she goes, "I want to read that." <laughs> <laughs> so she actually read it before me. Um, and and I found out that this actually came out in April. So there's two more issues I got to get. Um, went back to Fantasy uh, the other day and said, hey, I need issues two and three of Planet of the Apes. And I need you to put it on my pull list. And they're like, OK, uh, we got to order them. We'll have them in next week. So this this week I should get my other two issues. I have to say the first issue, in my opinion, was not like just it, it was it was setting everything up um it, it just didn't blow me away but i am really excited about the potential of the series so that, cool that's that is a good medium for that i mean it's such a weird concept <laughs> you know, sorry about it, monkeys uh, yeah, what do you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i've always been a fan of the of the series um I mean, I remember watching most of the movies when I grew up. I watched, I actually watched the television series when I, when I was growing up. That, that tells you how old I am. <laughs> and I love the new movies. The new movies. Are oh, great. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So much better than they even should be. Like, I don't know how they got, got it to be that good. I love Gosh, those. So good. Okay. So um, that's all I got. Yes, Megan. The documentary. Yes. Uh, According to Google Prime Video, Tubi, Tubi. That's right. And Vimeo okay. on demand. It was. I have. It's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Okay, mm-hmm. I watched it on Tubi, but for some reason, Tubi didn't have the middle episode. I think it was like episode four, so I actually had to go buy that one so, so I could see the whole thing. Uh, but I was like, well, right? if I got to pay two ninety nine for one episode, like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay it. Sure. I'm I'm more than willing. All right, we ready to move on to our main event? Sure. All right. Yes, let's do. It's time for the main event. Sorry, Stephen. That's okay. It's all good. All right, let's hear this. I have not seen this movie, everybody, and spoilers do not bother me um, because, like some people about some movies, I also want to make sure I get the reviews before I even see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, 
are you referring to a uh, friend of the show, Jason Swank of Rebel Force Radio? <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, I was trying to get I was trying to get uh, Jason Swank of Rebel Force Radio on because um, Jason is a huge Michael Keaton fan, uh, Michael Keaton Batman fan, just just as I am. And I, I really wanted his perspective on the film. I listened to their episode of Rebel Force Radio yesterday. He has not seen The Flash yet because he mentioned it on the show. And uh, Jimmy Mack was like, oh, my, my boys are saying, Dad, that's a streaming one. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, everybody listening, you will find out today from this two geek squad uh, what the story is. So... Okay, so I want to hear your guys' overview and rankings, and what's the, what's the scoring going to be? What are we going to use for scoring today? How about Falling Babies? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> babies in microwaves? Oh, yes. man. Okay. All that right. does not sound right. <laughs> what about... What about uh, it wasn't uh, right. It was not right. I kind of loved it. I, the CGI was terrible, but I, I oh loved the gosh, silliness that was horrible. of it. I mean, like... Like bad CGI. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Shock it to me, All guys. Right. We'll go with falling babies. I'm not doing a baby in the microwave. <laughs> All right, Darren, you go first. We'll be doing out of five. No, ten. 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 Uh, uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a, a five out of ten. Whoa! Out of ten. And why would you give right it a five out of ten? No spoilers for our. Before we hit our spoilerific territory, but I, I think that some of the uh, I think that some of the the the, the pacing in the movie was kind of a little off to me, and then also just some of the cameos didn't look up to par to where um, how they brought mm. in and we're going to talk about some of the, the, the how they brought in some of the older superheroes into mm. it, and then how they kind of glossed over the ones that I like. They they glossed over my boy Henry Cavill, and I, I I'm really yeah. I'm really I, I'm very sour on that. I did I've not heard, like that one. I've heard something about this. Okay, I'm looking forward to that discussion. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. Aaron of five. Aaron. Uh, I'm going to do seven falling babies out of five, out of ten. <laughs> that just uh, sounds funny. <laughs> well, I almost did seven and a half, but that just, I don't, you know, got a little sick. <laughs> how old the baby is in the microwave? That's funny you yeah. say that, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, like, I appreciate it. This was certainly an ambitious film was very very ambitious they, oh, they set a high okay. bar for themselves and what they were trying to do but i think a lot of times like i like uh, something roger ebert used to say is that he tries to judge a film for what they're trying to do not for just what he thinks i don't okay. think that they hit the mark of what they were trying to do i think that mm. it was mm. way too jumbled um because they they like you're fitting all these different tones and these different things and trying to get them together. And I think people underestimate what a hard job that is to do. Cause like, I remember before Avengers coming out, I remember hearing Joss Whedon saying, listen, we understand these guys don't belong together. These are very different people. These are very, I mean, Tony Stark gets post-traumatic stress from the events of, of the Avengers, you know I mean? Right. He doesn't belong in it. And, and, and trying to weave, how do we get these tones to all synchronize to to make a cohesive film and so this not only are you having different characters but you're actually getting different worlds that you're trying to jam into the same film so it's like we're not in a tim burton world but his 
house is in here and his car and you know a tim burton car is in here mm -hmm. and the soundtrack and so so like at the end like we're and you also have very much um you know i do see a lot of tribute to the Zack snyder world and this there is a lot of love for for that um that era of it um well we got the Zack snyder justice league exactly exactly so you've got that world got the there as well and, and then you also oh, have the trying yeah, the beginning really felt like I mean that was a DC EU um, LMNOP yeah. you know the uh, <laughs> world, and um, and it did kind of make me say like man I do enjoy this world I do like what uh, you know I do really enjoy Man of Steel and you know Batman v Superman has its problems but you know I do still enjoy it and and it was kind of it's, it's almost sad of what I don't know seeing what it could have been. But mm. but it's, it it just didn't quite land it and um, uh, but yeah there was sometimes where it's just too jumbled and then they're trying to do their own thing with Flash like they're trying to make it more goofy and that's why even why I like the whole falling baby thing was was it was so goofy and so silly like it it reminded me of the scene of the Naked Gun you know there's all these babies falling and they're trying to save them and it's so ridiculous and so over the top but which works in its own right but then whenever you're trying to mix that with these other universes and other tones, um, as I said, ambitious things I enjoyed about it, but still just didn't quite, um, didn't quite stick the landing. Gotcha. So I have to interject something. Is that because it's this whole multiverse thing? I hate multiverses. Yep. Okay. That's it. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's all I'll say about yeah. that. Yeah. Marvel yeah. does it perfect. Yeah. DC uh, just stay, step aside. That's <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Sony right. does it perfect. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> Sony so, does Sony what? Mar Sony oh. Marvel. Sony the the uh, the, the, the Sony Oh, into the, the Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. They, that makes sense. All, right. all right. I was about yes, to say that's what I meant. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm Morbius. No, no, no. Um, yep. Sony okay, Animation. Mike. There, there we go. Sony Animation. Sony Animation. Do it. Gotcha. Yeah, there all we right. Go. Right on. All right, Mike. Give it. All right, to me, man. So, Aaron, it's funny that you said seven, because initially coming out of the theater, I had one score in mind, and I've had a week to ponder this, and I've actually changed mm -hmm. that scoring. Um, but coming out of the theater, and I think I was on a Batman high, um, yeah. because, yeah. you know, I am a huge Michael Keaton fan, and I thought Ben Affleck was great in this movie. Yeah. I loved him in this movie. Um, so initially, I walk in, and I said, I think that's a seven and a half. Um, but the more I ponder it and the more I think about the mistakes in the movie, I got to bring it down to a six and a half. So I'm going to give it a six and a half falling babies. Um, and I, I got a couple reasons for that. Now, that's not to say that I didn't like the movie because I did enjoy the movie. I had a good time. It is, for the most part, a fun movie. However, there are unanswered questions. There's a big, pardon the expression, what WTF at the end of it. Mm. <laughs> we'll save that. Um, and, and, and yeah, yeah, it could have been better. <laughs> Guys, there's this movie, this animated movie and a comic book story. It's called Flashpoint. Yeah, just, go ahead. Just, just watch that. Right. Just, just do, do what Flashpoint did. That's all I ask. <laughs> I don't ask for much. 
this is all I want. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's my rundown on the film. I will give it a six and a half falling babies. <laughs> okay. That just blows me away. We doing is half stuff. Just do it. Yeah. I, number. I will do like that. <laughs> Steven started that. That's his fault. Half. All right. All right. So um, some points that I wrote down that I think that we need to get into. Um, I, I'm going to jump into, to me, what my biggest fault is about this film. So Ooh, we have you're just going straight for the jugular. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, 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 well, I have a couple faults with this film, but the biggest one is, all right. So you took flashpoint and you kind of chopped it up and, and, and you only took a couple points from flashpoint. One of those things is the fact that Barry, Barry Allen's mother dies. And this is what, one of the things that kind of leads him into becoming the flash. Mm. And he goes back in time to stop his mother's death, which completely screws up the entire universe. That's, that's how the original flashpoint story goes. Now, the only thing is in the original flashpoint story, we know who killed Nora Allen. It was the, the reverse flash. This movie does not tell us who killed his mother or why. And it drives me up a wall. That's what stories. What oh man? My gosh. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Story was, Somebody it was not there. Came in the house and stabbed her. I don't understand this. This makes no sense to me. I hate it. It it just bugged me. It, uh... Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep, keep keep talking. I'm like I'm loving this right about now because I'm I'm you know I'm a DC fan, but for you to be ranting on this right about now, I just well, keep giving it. All right, go go to the go to the next part with the with the with the interaction with the characters. Go ahead. It's go ahead. a problem. It is a major problem with this film. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me, am I wrong? <laughs> no, that was you were right on the money on that one. I thought that was a little bit off to me as far as they him trying to how they try to set up his. I, I'm telling you right about that. Just the Did, flash. Was itself. there any other reverse flash in the movie? Any reverse flash reference or anything else in the movie? No, no, they, not one. No, they don't. I, they didn't have. I think uh, for those, I think they were taken from a point of view of like if you don't know the mythos, they were just trying to create a fun movie. Because I guarantee you only Flash fans would know, you know, I think people would get, I think they're probably getting behind not the story of what happened to her, but trying to push the, he lost his mom, you know, we've lost a family member. That's the drive that he wants to change to set up all this other stuff we want to happen. Steven, you're telling me if somebody murdered your mother in your house, in your own house, you're not going to want to know who the murderer is? I think the issue more so was what they were trying to push was he had a traumatic event. He wanted to change that event. That the sure. event was the issue, not what happened behind it. Uh, well, well and also, you know, as, as you guys always say, save it for the podcast. I got the feeling they were like, Oh, save it for the next movie uh, is what they were thinking. Save it for what? Save it for what? If there were the, uh, the in a parallel universe in the multiverse in where this movie was successful, uh, <clears throat> they're going to save it for that. Uh, although, because I mean, it's the weird thing with DC is that they just don't know what they're doing and they're trying yeah. to scramble things together. Because yeah. really, I mean, this honestly should not have been 
the Flash's first movie. I mean, Flashpoint it's such it's so Agreed. pivotal. Um, the first one should have been with you know Reverse Flash and finding the kill, you know, all, all those kind of things. And then this should have been the sequel. Um, but well, but with so much going on, uh, you know, we don't even know if this movie is going to be successful. Which, in some ways, I mean, they, um, you know, I mean, I guess they hedged their bets correctly because it, you know, I mean, as I said, I enjoyed the film, but it 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 was a box office bomb. Um, well, I, I've got a complete, looking for. I've got a complete alternate ending for this film, and we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. No, wait, don't go. Wait, wait on the next point. Sure. I want to make sure we go round robin with our with our guests too on anything okay. they want to. What? What? I wonder if we should continue the theme. Just go for the jugular, guys. What did you hate about it? Let's get some drama rama happening. <laughs> We've already started. Super <laughs> men. Super men. All right, you already know it. Um, if you haven't known it, I'm telling you right about now. Christopher Reeves in here. That trash. was awesome. What? Trash. What do you trash mean trash? That's trash. Amazing. Right. Trash. I'm telling you that right about now. Um, Nicholas Cage, Superman, trash. I'm telling you, it's ah. horrible. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, there's wait, wait, wait. there there <laughs> is a there's a lore behind that. There's a reason for that. Yeah, there's he, a re- he tried out for it. He wanted to be Superman at one point, and then they said that he, they're going to make him a you know they they was going to give him that role, but he didn't fit the bill during that time. I guess they wanted to, you know, no, Tim Burton was going to make it. Tim Burton yeah, wanted yeah, to Tim make Burton a, and make he him. wanted, uh, Nick cage for it. And there was this whole big thing about this producer. who was kind of crazy. He was like, oh, I was watching this documentary on spiders. You need to yeah. make sure there's a spider in there. And so that's why right. they had him. Kevin, Kevin Smith, yeah, he wrote the treatment for it. Yep. Yep. Cause Kevin said that, uh, somebody came to him, some producer came to him and said, you got to have a giant spider in this thing. And Kevin's like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys are the, you know, you're the money backers and everything. All right. You know? So, yeah. Um, I I actually liked the Nick, Nick cage uh, appearance because it came so out of left field. I went, Oh my God, they went there. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) See, I like that. I like that. But you're okay, saying okay. you don't like Christopher Reeve in it? Okay. I don't it's his his whole his movement was it was just all off to me. Like I didn't okay. I didn't really care for that part. I didn't. It's just like one of those things where I'm like I love I love the fact that, that how they brought him into the to, into you know back from the grave. Um, can I say this? <laughs> yeah, they brought him back from the grave because <laughs> he's been gone it's, out of picture for a, a long time. It's an alternate universe. It's an yeah, alternate. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like one of those things where I was just like, oh, okay. So they just throwing anything in here to try to save Grace in this movie. I was like, okay. And then they did a flyover of my boy Henry Cavill in that one little clip. I was just like, and yeah. it was this horrible CGI. Well, you know, when he had that lip mustache thing that they were trying, well, he was trying to grow it out for, I think, Mission Impossible. I think that's mm-hmm. what it was. They did mm-hmm. that part. I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. They What did he do? To them to make them so mad that they just they try to you know cut down his character every step of the way. That's a good just, question. That's a good question. It is very crazy on them. So that's that's why I was kind of I was taken off. Besides, all right. So uh, and then also at the same time, Hi. I don't know how how much. And I'm glad they actually brought Keaton in there because too mm-hmm. much of Ezra Miller Flash is annoying. It is okay. super annoying. I'm sorry. It is really bad. 
and I and I, it's just like I, I knew it was like that in the Justice League. I'm like, why is he why is he so whimsical and goofy? That's, I I don't like that. It's it's his his character's annoying. But when they brought Batman in there, it was awesome. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's my next point of Go ahead, Mike. All right. Well, no, no, wait a minute. Let's I want Aaron in. Okay. Aaron, I um what, what was your big uh jugular go you know well, Besides definitely, as I said, the 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 tonal thing. No, I love the fallen babies. I thought that was great. But the 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 tonal clashes is my big thing. Is that um, and also even like you know, with Nick Cage being in there, of sort of the hey, let's honor what could have been, what sure. was possible. In a lot of ways, I felt like that was with a lot of the movie of just thinking about like I would love to have seen the the batman beyond done by tim burton this whole fantastical world i would have loved to have seen that now it was nice seeing michael keaton back in here i enjoyed that but i would have preferred to have seen you know a batman movie with you know michael keaton in there um you know so so there was a lot of feelings of what could have been you know as i said i do really like uh, ben Affleck's Batman, and I was really happy that we got to that he got kind of a swan song in here. We got to see him, you know, do some of his his Batman stuff. But still, there's that feeling of I really wanted a solo Ben Affleck film. So there was just a lot of feelings of, you know, what could have been, what mm-hmm. should it have been, but instead we got this thing, which is okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of like whenever I. I it, I had a similar feeling watching this as I did with uh, Jurassic Park 3. Whenever I watch that movie, I just keep thinking about how great Jurassic Park 1 is. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Why don't I just turn this <laughs> off and go watch Jurassic Park 1? So in some ways, I'm like, you know, I, I love the extended, you know, uh, Justice League and Man of Steel and, and um, uh, you know, the Tim Burton Batman movies. But so there's almost a feeling of. I should just go watch them. You know, it's, it's, no. uh, 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 I was watching Batman 89 this morning, by the way. <laughs> That's crazy. I've been up since three, three thirty this morning. I couldn't sleep. So gotcha. uh, I, I got up and I watched, uh, Eris Kionis's, uh, podcast on the flash mm. and, and he brought up something I wanted to talk about. And then I started watching uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. I watched about half of it this morning. I love that movie. God, I love that movie. <laughs> that movie's incredible. Um, so yeah, the the uh, well, anything else on that subject or? Are we uh, about like a rant? that was a, okay. So is that I did like I did I did uh, what was kind of throwing me off the of Supergirl's character. She kind of reminds I mean I don't know. They don't really do like. Like the females superheroes, the way I'm, I, I imagine them in the comics, like you know how Wonder Woman first came out and stuff like that. When they talk about like like Carol Danvers and like Supergirl, and I know they're like two different, they're they're separate. But then again, at the same time, they are very powerful beings. They don't really they'll do like a quick little snippet, like showing them how powerful they can be. But when they when they're going up against a threat, it's kind of it's kind of like their weak sauce, and I don't like that. So it's that part threw me for that th- that threw me for a loop, and then Zod was just like, "I'm just gonna let you guys just you know collect your thoughts, and then I'll come in and do." So I'm like, "Get the f- come on, bro, come on, just no, all right." I, I just five out of ten, five out of ten. That's all I'm saying. That's my oh. that's my rant. I'll talk about more positive things after that. Go ahead. Well, I I, I want to go back to your your dislike of Ezra Miller. 
because mm-hmm. one of one of the things I I one of the other things I noted, I hate young Barry Allen. Yeah, the younger version of him. Yeah, every like time he's on the screen, I want I want Zod to punch him right in the face. Yeah. That's what I want to happen because he is so annoying. Yes. I oh, uh, and that laugh, that laugh. I wanted to choke him. Stop that laugh! That's terrible. It's like the jo- it's like worse than the you know Joker's laugh, like the the stand on. Uh, I was like, what the hell? What is, why is he doing that? Like, all right, anyways, I, it was, I it's something like- about him as a character is just really it throws me off. Go ahead, Aaron. The, the, the extremity of his annoyance, which I think he was supposed to be annoying. It was supposed to be this this um, uh, frustration, but yet it then made you know real Barry seem a lot better by comparison. I True. think that because I, I think a lot of people were annoyed with him in in Justice League. He didn't really catch on with a lot of people, um, and I did like him a lot more in here. And he still had some of the same quirks and ticks and whatnot. But but by having him compared to you know. Uh, someone going at it at eleven, uh, you mm-hmm. know, then uh, then that didn't seem quite as, um, yeah, he he was a lot more um, enjoyable. Uh, they, it, it, they play off between the two uh, with Ezra. I mean, you got to think Ezra Miller had to play two different Barry Allens and stuff. I can't imagine how that was, but did they play off the aspect of older Barry Allen kind of mentoring the new Barry Allen because he was so. Sure. Uh, Annoying. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was so annoying. Then because he had to go take him to get his powers and stuff like that. So it was kind of like one of those things where uh I don't know. It, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Really okay. Okay. What else right. you guys well, you know, got? Okay, here, here. Let's let's get let's get some philosophy for a second. That's why I'm here. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, let's do this. So, this so my favorite part when Aaron's on the show. So one of the questions that we get to a lot, ideas of, you know, if I could change the past, if I could make things different, how would it be? Um, and one of the things is, is that, like, of course, we don't want um, difficulty for kids and for people and trauma. Like, it can have these horrible impacts on people. But yet it's so weird because sometimes you see people who actually have everything. And sometimes there's the, there are these awful privileged people who don't have any compassion and don't have any um, – it's, it's a really weird thing. Like you hear all these successful people of like, oh, yeah, that hard thing in my life, that's what drove me to this. This built mm-hmm. difficulty here the hero's is journey. what made me succeed. Yes. And so then – and we want to do that and we want to make things better for people. But yet it's so weird because then whenever you actually ha- see sometimes people who have very cushioned, very good – solid lives a lot of them don't appreciate it they don't have any respect for it and sometimes even go into sort of a um a despair or a lack of meaning of just you know i mean he was just a stoner kid who's just kind of doing life and doesn't have any purpose or any goals and Um, and so there is something there within that and like as a parent like, I don't know what to do with that. I'm like, okay, should, should I let a bully come and pick on my kid every now and then? You know, should I, you know, let, you know, I, I don't know. Should I, uh, maybe I should fake my death at some point. Who knows? You know? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, what are you saying, Aaron? <laughs> no, you just drop them off in the woods and let them fend for themselves. Just be exactly, like, there you go. Exactly. No, There's so a compass in a, in, a, in a pick knife. Yeah, like how do you have – because obviously we don't want that. I mean, I mean that's a joke of, of all that stuff. We want 
you know, all these good sort of American dream life of no struggles, no worries, none, none of these things. But yet we actually see that that for some reason we need hardship. There's something about pain and difficulty that develops us and that strengthens us and that creates um empathy and it creates gratitude and it creates um a thing of 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 appreciation uh for what you have i mean that was one of the things uh, you know i mean during like the lockdown i mean i got a new appreciation for every every time it was like we we get to sit in the dairy queen parking lot now and eat a you know it's like going out for for ice cream we get to sit in the Mm -hmm. parking lot every new little thing was this new deep appreciation for mm. for what I had, and that right. was the frustration of you know. And in the movie, he's like, "You have your mom. You have all this. You know, you're throwing darts at this. You know, this treasure. You know, this this uh, what was it? A bear, I think. You know, you're yeah, and, yeah. And You just have yeah. you have no appreciation for it. Um, and so it's one of those those strange conundrums of you know if you could go in the back and and change things would you actually make anything better would you actually and that's the reason why he does what he do and, and yes. that's one of those things where even that's like saying if if batman has if his parents never died and stuff like that would we still have the type of batman or bruce wayne that we have today um sure. that, yeah so that's the, well that's if, why that's why yeah. when when barry says i could change things for you too and yeah. and uh bruce is like the Batfleck Bruce is like, uh, no, don't, don't do that. You yeah, anything in my past yes, because I don't want, true. you know. Now let me ask you this, Aaron. Um, I get what you're saying, and it, that does come across because we get the we get Barry Allen, the older Barry Allen, and he does learn that lesson. I think to that extent, sort of. But it's, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he, he yeah, gets yeah. it. He, he gets it um, because he finally. Right, that's what I mean with his yeah, mom. Yeah, um, which does work. I mean that that I mean that is the heart of the story. I mean that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like one of the ways I gauge a film, it's like how much do you actually care? Like there's cool movies, and there's a lot of times I can enjoy the ride and I can appreciate a fun movie. But for like a good movie, you have to genuinely care. I mean, it's like I mean that's magic to to get yeah. it to where people that don't exist that you actually feel this emotional connection right. of. Yeah. I want good things to happen for this fictional make-believe character. Uh, right. I mean, that's that's why why movies are. I mean, I said it's it's magic. It's amazing, and and that is the thing I think worked best for the film. I mean, whenever he's saying goodbye to his mom, whenever he's you know changing, I mean, that's heart wrenching. I mean, I really I felt that deep to my core. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a that was a very well done thing in the film. Well, I, I, and then, I guess there is a positive thing out of that for the younger Barry also in the fact that I can kind of relate to him as as the one who has his mom and has had his mom this whole time where he's going, wait a minute, you're going to let our mom die after after you've lived through this without her, you know? Where where she could go on and I could continue with her, you know. So you got a different perspective from the younger Barry, and I I I kind of get that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, uh, yeah. In, in another world, if I could change the universe, my mom would have lived too. I understand that. Uh, my mom was lost in a in a tragic car accident, and if I could turn around and change that, I would. Yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat. I really would. So. 
I can see the younger berries aspect of that. I, I get it. So that's probably the only thing positive I could say about that character. <laughs> no. What do you think? Now, here's think a question that I have. Supergirl? Does that whole universe just implode once he changes things back? I wanted to go there. Theron, we will get to Supergirl. I promise. Um, okay. I wanted to go there because that's what Eris Kionis brought up on his podcast. The fact that that was a fixed point in the universe. And, and Barry said, no matter what we do, this is going to happen. We cannot yeah. change it. And, and he kept going back and the younger Barry kept going back and back and back. And every time he went back, both Supergirl and Batman were killed, which means mm-hmm. that Zod had Supergirl's blood, which means that he could terraform Earth. That mm-hmm. means in the Keaton verse, the Keaton verse, uh, or Keaton verse, or uh, 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 yeah, anyway, whatever you want to call yeah. that 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 verse. Um, in that verse, it ends with Zod terraforming Earth into Krypton. Yes, that's yeah. crazy. I didn't even think about it until Eris Kionis said it on his podcast. It blew my mind. I was like, "Oh crap, that's a sucky end for Michael Keaton Batman." <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, but but that I don't think though. That's not they. They are not in the Burton Tim Burton verse. Like that is a separate. You don't think so? You don't? No, you don't no, think I don't. That's still the Tim Burton. You know, I don't. Which which was They're one in the of my, verse. my gripes. About oh. <laughs> You know, it, it's its own weird thing. It's sort of like, you know, you see all those different balls and, you know, yeah. the different universes. I feel like whenever we switch things, it's almost like the spaghetti lines got crossed between the okay. Tim Burton verse and the DCU. I like your explanation and, better, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I say but, we run uh, with it. It's not the yeah. Tim Burton verse. Uh, that way the Tim Burton verse can have a happier ending. I mean, the only thing good that happened in his, in his universe is the fact that he said Gotham doesn't need a Batman anymore, that they're now the safest city in the world, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and of course, interesting stop Batman though, but there is a question there. Well, okay. So how did that happen? I, I want to know how that Gotham. happened. Well, I, I don't know. It's the same Gotham, you know, it's still yeah. Gotham, but I don't yeah, know. But you can, this, you can go. So he, can, he got so much money, he can go to a whole nother. You know, he can buy out another part of the world and be like, "Hey, this is New Gotham now. Look how crime ridden it is." <laughs> oh, so Gotham's not actually <laughs> no. He, it's he, wherever he, Batman he is. Just, That's Gotham. He just picked up and moved Gotham. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He, Gotham is in his head. It's all about frame of mind. Oh, now it's, it's all the is. is. That's Gotham. So it's no longer the metaverse; it's the bataverse. Bataverse, yeah, bataverse. Oh my lord! Okay, that's funny. All right, <laughs> all right. So, Darren, you wanted to say something about Supergirl. I'm sorry. No, I mean I was going to get y'all take on Supergirl. Like I said, it's it, like uh. it, it's like they, they do this. Okay, Wonder Woman was good. Woman, Wonder Woman one was good. Wonder Woman two. Trash. I don't know what it is about when they actually do the super the superhero female protagonist that they they always make her seem like she's powerful, but they depower her in a lot of the movies that they and it, it's both DC and Marvel. I've noticed that too. Um, but I think Supergirl when she came out, uh, um, what is her name? Um, Sasha something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but. 
Anyway, it was like, so she played her role. Don't get me wrong. As far as a super, like her her representation of Superman, or her representation as like a super, like a Kryptonian. That's mainly what I'm trying right. to say. Not a, yeah. But at the same time, it was just like, yeah, I I, I think they they kind of did a little dirty, but at the same time, even more so, they did uh, my boy Henry Cavill. You know, I would prefer to see. You know what? When, because oh, he, he didn't. Because reason why they have a Supergirl is because Henry Cavill. You knew Henry uh, wasn't getting any love in this movie. You knew it. Yeah, you knew that you knew it going it in. Just like, you know, one second, I mean, a day after, I just kind of like, oh, well, that was that person. I do like the Supergirl show, but then again, the one that's in the movie, if you see, it's something about the movies that t- that displace the characters. But when you watch the show, they're like right on point with the, how the characters are being stripped from the comics to a degree. They're just more dramatic and love entry, or you know, whatever. But yeah, it was that. I thought that was a pretty interesting point. And then they brought Clooney Clooney back, and I thought that was awesome because I was just, oh. despite the fact that you guys hate the Batman versus Robin, the bat, uh, the, the bat nips and everything that Clooney was like one of the coolest dudes I've seen to merge Bruce and Batman together. Oh, and he God. was just like he was stunning, man. He was stunning. I give him that. <laughs> that oh, was a saving God. grace for me. I was Did like, you oh, fall and hit your head? No man, no. I want a bat card. Sure? That's what I want. To do. I want a black card with a Batman logo symbol. That's the yeah. well. So do I. But yeah, <laughs> someone an MX card. That's what it is. A bat MX card. <laughs> anyway, the, thing, the one thing I give George Clooney because Batman's kind of this three in one character. He's kind of this Trinity thing. Of you got so you got Batman the the mask. Mm. You've got Bruce Wayne the actual guy, and then you got Bruce Wayne the mask. You know where it's this elaborate Playboy kind of. Kind I never of thought of it as three. And, I've always just thought of it as two. Yeah, I'd say, I'd oh, say so three. Got, okay. Okay, so you have Batman the mask. So actually, he's got the mask. He's going. Oh, the cow. Yeah. You know where's where the detonator? You know uh, <laughs> that one. You got Bruce Wayne, the actual tortured, tormented, brilliant scientist detective who's you know in his cave. Then you've got Bruce Wayne the mask. Who goes out and lives this elaborate lifestyle that people oh, would say there's no way these can be the same people? Oh, okay. See, I always, mm. I always put that one and Batman together. Yeah. To me, they're the same person. But I would say yeah. the cow is more like I the symbol of anything point. else. The cow. But is I think the, Clooney. The of the bat. Clo- yeah, Clooney oh. did great with the Bruce Wayne the mask kind of thing. This arrogant sort of. Thing. But then oh, he played. But then he played that same character on every single Batman. So then, whenever he's Batman, he's you know, hey, hey, freeze! I'm I'm Batman. You know, if, if, watch his head. Watch it. I don't care. They try to get his neck down with the bat. It doesn't matter. His head does this <laughs> bobble thing the whole time. It's it's awful. Uh, That's because he's but- awful. That's because the ears was way too long. It wasn't proportional yeah. to the weight of like what is supposed to be on his shoulders. So it like it carries him every yeah. time. No, the so problem I've, was his I've, nipples. <laughs> his nipples were cold and is making his head. <laughs> I, I've got to take off, but I'll, I'll just I'll just leave real quick on on okay, a few things. Right. So so with Michael Keaton, it was great seeing him. Um, it it was a little bit. It's kind of like okay, so the Batmobile. We see the Batmobile. We go, oh, oh, wow! Glorious moment. Nothing yeah, with that it. Was all right. That was it's awesome. just oh, there. Man. And I kind but, of. But we the got the Batwing. We got the Batwing. Yes, we do. But even Batman himself in here. I mean, I guess he's kind of the mentor figure, but I still didn't feel a lot of. I don't know. He was just cool. 
once again, it was just sort of a, like, even whenever he did die, I mean, of course, there's a part of you where you're like, okay, well, I know he's not really dead. But there, at first, there was a moment of, oh, are they going to kill him off? But yet, in that moment, I didn't quite feel it. I didn't have quite the weight. Um, and I did feel like one of the things I like about Keaton is how he's just a little, a little crazy. Like, there's just a little bit crazy there. And I think at the beginning, they leaned into that a bit. He's got no shoes, so. Yeah. All right. I got to take off. All right, man. Take Aaron, it thank you so much, thank man. Thank you, Aaron. All right. Um, so <clears throat> I, I do want to get into some points, though, that, that I did like about the movie. Because, um, okay. again, I did enjoy the movie. Don't get me wrong. There are lots of flaws in this film. But there is a lot to enjoy, too. Yeah. I mean, uh the flash is fun when he's in the costume and, and he's his normal self. He is a lot of fun. I enjoyed, I enjoyed him at the beginning. I liked how he was there. I liked his interaction with Batfleck. I thought they were amazing. Wonder woman's appearance was fantastic. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, it's, they, it's underpowered though. It's just like, I mean, I get yeah, it. It's his own standalone movie, but. She's only in there for a cameo. That's it. She's just there know. for a cameo. That's she's not there to hold up the movie. So well, I he needed all the help he can get in that. Um, <laughs> he needed all the um Steven, I'm telling you right about now. If you need to tag in a whole bunch of I I'm not doing so well. Here, come, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Justice League, can you help me? I need to I need to make this movie sell. Well, he had the whole Justice League in the beginning, except for Cyborg. That, I'm, that's the only ooh, way he, and he's out too, which makes me so upset like he's not even in the uh in the dcu anymore they actually they killed, yeah they cut ties with him i was like dang man well we we don't know if we'll see a new cyborg because we're gonna we're getting a new batman we're getting a new uh super oh, yeah. yeah let's see what gun does with that one right um oh, but now fire revamping of well no anyway, that's it, a whole nother story th- this movie alludes that we are keeping uh um wonder woman the Gal, uh, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, she will continue. Oh. Um, that that's it's alluding to that, and it's alluding to uh, we're keeping Aquaman too. Oh, so I I think we we are keeping them. Superman and Batman are definitely changing though. Those that's not going to happen. So okay, are they going to uh, keep uh, Ben Affleck? I don't think so. Oh. They've they've said Ben's gone. Um, this was his last time in the bat suit, which to me is disappointing because I, I thought he did a great job in this, and I would have loved to have seen him get his shot at a solo bat film. Uh, yeah. That, of course, I wanted the one that he was supposed to get with Deathstroke. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, there's some test yeah. footage out there. Look that up. It's it's amazing. <gasps> there is. Yeah, it's test just a short. Him and Deathstroke. Yeah, nice. yeah. The, it shows a clip of him and Deathstroke <laughs> fighting. And it would, oh, it would have been freaking amazing. Um, but so <laughs> let's, let's, let's go ahead and jump to the end of the film. It's okay. All right. Sounds so good. I, I've heard that there was an alternate ending to this film and I haven't completely, I have another alternate ending to this film from of myself. But anyway, so we end with, now I, I liked, I liked where the story went because the story goes back. So, Flash, after all of that ordeal he goes through, he finally comes up with the idea of, wait a minute, instead of stopping the killer, I'm going to move the can on the shelf so that way my dad looks up into the security cam so mm. that he has the proof he needs for 
for his trial yep. to to free him and because he's accused of, of murdering his wife. Yep. Okay. I like that. I thought that was a, a good resolve to it. Um, and then we come back. Barry Allen goes to the trial. His dad, they show the footage, which the footage is brought by by Wayne Tech, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, boom, they they like, okay, you proved your case. You're set free. So his, his dad can go. Okay. I like that part. I thought that was great. So then Barry funny. Allen walks outside. And we see the same Mercedes that we saw at the beginning, Bruce Wayne's Mercedes, come pulling up. Mm-hmm. The gullwing door opens up. We see a foot step out of the car, out of the Mercedes. Now, my initial thought was it's going to be Michael Keaton. That mm-hmm. was my thought. It's partially what my hope, too. But <laughs> Go ahead and, and say it, man. And then my next response was, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay, that's funny. But it sucks at the same time. No, I don't. No, I don't. George Clooney gets out of the car. And I'm going, that was my WTF moment on the film. What the frack just happened here? Oh, no. It was great. I loved it. I was just like, oh, shut up. I was like, well, you at least got my five dollars. That's all that matters. I don't even care no more. I checked out a while ago. I was just like, that's like a dude that's gonna shock me in this. But but now you got everyone confused because it's like, okay, so wait a minute. Are you trying to tell us that George Clooney is the Batman of the DCU now? And of course, uh that was brought up on Twitter, and James Gunn quickly said no. <laughs> No, no, no. He is absolutely not our Batman. (laughs) It was, it was what Aaron was saying. He was saying like the fact that no matter if we try to go back and change like any little thing, that it would create a butterfly effect. And by him doing that, his dad. It's just like uh, uh, how they were trying to portray that in any, um, oh, in every uh, Spider Verse type or deal, or into the Spider Verse, I should say. It's like okay, Uncle Ben dies. That's how you become Batman, or the Captain dies, and that's how you. Yeah, Spider Man. I'm sorry. What did I say? You said Batman. Batman. Uncle Ben dies. That's okay. Uncle Ben. I mean, (laughs) you're mixing the Spider Verse and the killing me, man. Killing me. Okay, yeah. So Uncle Ben dies. That's how he gets Spider Man. That is crazy. How you get uh, Batman out of this situation? I don't see how that's. Now I want a Bat Spider. Streams right there. I just crossed streams with my logic there. Yeah, I want a Bat Spider Man now. (laughs) Bat Spider. They got Black Spider in there. Black Spider. He's a part of the DCU. And that's just a whole nother topic. All right. Anyway, so yeah, it's just like how you have to have somebody, you know, either his dad has to take the fall and his mom has to die. That's how you get Barry. Barry. Boom. Right. right. Just, and then you have the freak accident for him to, you know, with the experiment in order for him to oh be created that Star Labs. I did forget one other thing I absolutely loved. I, I freaked out when they did the, the thing with when Barry gives the uh, uh, the drawings of how to get his his powers back to Bruce Wayne, uh, to Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I freaked. I go, they're going to do it. They're going to freaking do it. They're going to put him in the electric chair. Yeah. And they did it. We got a live yeah. action of, of, of Bruce Wayne electrocuting Barry Allen. And it was <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I loved 
I absolutely he, didn't he put him into like what was it? He got hit by he was he he who put put him up in the electric chair and he got hit by a thunder rod. No, he had like a that was uh, lightning. He yeah, he lightning rods. The and then, uh-huh. they they did the whole Benjamin Franklin thing. Flew the kite. Oh, okay. and, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> um, which I okay. I also have a I have a slight complaint on that too. So Bruce Wayne has a bat kite. Isn't that doesn't that make things obvious? <laughs> I know, man. It's just one of those things where it's just like I was like, "Wait, gonna find out is you, right? Exactly. You're what are you advertising? Stop it." (laughs) So, um, oh, and I love the Batwing. Batwing is amazing, and how it had the rot the 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 whole ship could rotate except for the cockpit. It stays. It was almost like the Slave One, Boba Fett Uh, Slave One. Mm -hmm. His cockpit's the same. I thought that was pretty cool. Freaking amazing! Um, Great, great upgrade on the Batwing. Did awesome. somebody say I could have said they, they were talking about they heard the Joker laugh? Um yes, you hear uh Caesar yeah. Romero's Joker yes. laugh, and then it goes into Jack Nicholson's Joker laugh. Yeah, yeah, that was and pretty that was, cool. That was in the montage of, <clears throat> of the different DC heroes. Okay. Stuff. You, you know that part you didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I have an alternate ending I want to get to real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. If I were to do this film, let's say I'm James Gunn in another uh, version of the DC multiverse. First of all, this film would not have come out until I've picked my new Batman and my new Superman. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we go through the whole movie. Well, first of all, a lot of things would change throughout the movie. I'm not going to go through all that. However, I keep the court scene the same. I do all that just like they did. But when Barry Allen comes out of court and the car pulls up and the person gets out, it's going to be the new Batman of the new DCU of James Gunn's DCU. Yeah, that would have been fun. Then Superman, his new Superman comes floating down. That way we get an introduction and there's no question at that point. This is going into your new DCU. That's the way this should have ended. That's what Flashpoint is meant for. It's meant to reset. This left so many questions that were like, well, I don't even know where the hell this movie fits now. Mm-hmm. You know, if they would have done something like that, you would have you would have just set it out straight saying, here, this is what we're going to. This is the future of DC. And that's the way I would have ended it. Yeah. I can it would have been... Ready for it? Much more better. You guys are so corny. (laughs) (laughs) Part of our drinking games. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Can I interrupt us something? Sure. Um, It's not actually. You got to come on screen, though. Mm -hmm. It's not actually uh, Flash related, though, because you reminded me of something that I forgot about. Okay. Um, Technically, it could have been a geek dark. Um, so, Spider-Man, it, it, or across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. it has been confirmed that there are multiple versions in the theaters. Like, what? there's small differences, but there are multiple versions. Whoa. What? Um, so the one specific example that I can remember, because um, there's been two that have been found, but um, the one that I can remember when Miguel is telling Lila to call for backup, 
she either um, takes a selfie with a bunny filter or she just disappears. Huh. And there's another one, and I don't remember what it was, but yeah, there's been two different, there's been two differences that have been found, and it's been confirmed by the directors that there are multiple versions. So that means when it comes comes out to purchase, there's going to be people who are going to go, wait a minute, that wasn't in the version I saw. But it's very small differences. Right. But yeah, so I thought that was cool. That's oh, nice. Interesting. Nice. I didn't realize they was going to. All right. All right. I see how that's So are we saying that's what this the Flash movie needs to do is have multiple versions with this new yeah. alternate ending that Mike no, is the, proposing? The, 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 yeah, the Flash needs to have a whole new alternate ending. Just a whole new movie. Yeah. A whole new <laughs> yeah. Flash. And just, just, just do Flashpoint the way it was supposed to be done. Yeah. Now I was looking forward to Michael Keaton. I, I love Michael Keaton, I and I well, yeah, worth, I mean, he is Batman. Let's face it, I'm Batman. Um, and and there was part of me that was like, okay, I know I'm not getting the Flashpoint, but I'm getting Michael Keaton. Um, after seeing the film, I still wished I would have got Flashpoint, and I wished I would have got Jeffrey Dean Morgan as mm-hmm. the as as Thomas Wayne. I so wanted that so badly. I think it would have been a much more better film. Cheers. Cheers. I love it. I would agree with you. Um, but unfortunately, DC doesn't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> if they would just listen Music to, to my fans, ears. If they would just listen to the fans, <laughs> we've been telling them Flashpoint, Batman Beyond, these are what we want. You've got the makings for them. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the emperor would say, do it. Do it now. Yeah, that's all they got to do. And they just <clears throat> flat out refuse. I don't understand this. It makes no sense to me. Did and you? James Gunn at the helm. He's still not listening to us. Well, this, this was already, the Flash movie was already. I mean, a mess from a long time ago, and he came sure. in after most of it was already done. So it, I would assume that he's probably been like, let's just get it out, be done with it kind of a thing, rather than have to spend more money for reshoots or to fit into his universe. It's like, let's just fa- let's just let it roll, let it go. It's already been in the works. It's already slated. It's kind of like inheriting, coming into a company – and inheriting all the problems with it and just having to move on to transfer to his new stuff. But I know mm-hmm. for a fact that ending was reshot. That ending was not supposed to be like it was. That ending was supposed to end with Michael Keaton, Batman, and the Sasha, whatever her name is, Supergirl. They both appeared to him at the at the court. There's photos of it. There's photos of the scene with Michael Keaton there as Barry Allen comes out of the court at, at the steps at the steps and she comes floating down. So Ooh, that, that, told, that scene was already reshot. I mean, if you're going to reshot, reshoot it, why don't you reshoot it to where it connects to your u- new universe? And yes, I agree with you, Steven, this was done before he, uh, he took over fully, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, he was also on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast this week. Uh, you know, Michael Rosenbaum played mm-hmm. Lex Luthor in, in Smallville, right. which mm-hmm. 
One of the things James Gunn has said, Michael Rosenbaum is the best Lex Luthor. I agree with that. <laughs> so I actually agree with something James Gunn said. Um, but he was quoted as saying on the Michael Rosenbaum podcast is, this is the greatest super superhero movie ever. Right. I don't have much faith in James Gunn's DC at this point. Wow. Silence. Right. Well, I mean, he's done great with the Guardian series. I mean, he's probably going to liven up the DC run. They super dark over there, bro. That's yeah, how but it is. He said that the right. Flash movie is the greatest superhero movie ever. Oh, James Gunn said this Flash movie? James Gunn, yes. He's probably just lying to market was, it yeah, just to yeah. get people in the seats. Well, they don't seem like, right. We got we to make up this 200 some odd million dollars. Yeah. Or was I know it 200 billion dollars they were going to. He's either lying or he saw a different cut than I saw. <laughs> and if that's the case, I want to see the cut he saw. That's funny. <laughs> that was probably yeah. the flashpoint. <laughs> that was probably the real movie. He probably saw the good part and he was just like, yeah, cut all this stuff out. Let's put all the extra stuff in, all the B-roll right. in there. And just <laughs> yeah, he had the one with Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. <laughs> That's the one he was talking about. And if he would have watched that one, I probably would have agreed with him. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they, they kind of did fall short a little bit of uh, Iris and Barry's, you know, Iris's Barry's love interest and stuff like that. They kind of like glossed over that. Yeah. yeah. And they how did you feel about Iris? I I don't know. I didn't love I don't know. It, it didn't really sell me on it, bro. They didn't really sell me on it at all. Iris yeah. is much better in the in the TV series. I, I know. I like That's what I'm saying. Like, the Flash is better in the TV series. Yeah, this is true, too. The the story of Flash is much better in the TV series. They no, they've had their... They've had their bumps along the road too. I quit watching that three seasons ago, but okay. I still so wish they would have put Grant Gustin in the movies. He would have been better. He is such yeah. a great Flash. Ezra's yeah. annoying, and I don't like the way they've written the Flash. And that's going back to the Justice League. Um, I don't like the whole Flash is a loner and oh, I got to make friends. Kind of, kind of that part either. Kind of feels like. Uh, Anakin Solo. I hate sand. It's it's coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. I need to make friends. I'm a loner, Barry Allen. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible Barry Allen. They they did a bad job, and Ezra Miller is just not. Uh, he's just not good for the role. I I don't care for him much at all. I'm not a big fan of him, but yeah. I, will I buy the movie? Well, yeah, because I want it to complete the Keaton verse. <laughs> All right. Did, what about his his running? I, it's something about uh, the animation of that run is just it is off to me. And I, and I said it when I saw the Justice League, and, and they try to redo it in the Snyder extended cut of the Justice League. And I just it's something about that. I don't it don't it don't look right. I think I thought it looked better in this film than it has in any other he's been in so far. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. He looks weird when he runs. Yeah. The starting um, pose is like, it's awesome when he's about to do something, but when he start going and they just, it just does it. I don't know. Maybe it's just a frame rate or something. That was a good scene. 
that was yeah. a good scene when he he started in the very beginning he starts he starts to run and the girls are over there <gasps> it's the flash yeah that i like mm -hmm. yeah that, that was, was cool so yeah. i mean again there are there are some good stuff in this movie i would not completely and totally write it off um it's definitely better than the justice league the joss whedon cut of the justice league mm -hmm. um don't I wouldn't say it's better than the Zack Snyder cut. I don't care what the three geeky dads say. <laughs> they're not they're not fans of Zack Snyder. So um, I was about to say because I actually liked that version. It was long, oh, but it is oh, yeah. it's, it was much flushed out. Yeah, I agree. To understand agree. the story. That that's a way better version of it. And I still mm -hmm. like Man of Steel. I still think Man of Steel is a great film. That is like one of my favorite DC movies, Man of Steel is. Great. I like that. Agreed. One. Yeah. Agreed. I love Man of Steel. So Okay. Well, that's about all I got to say about that. Yeah. Right on. Steven, wait till he gets to like the red box or something like that and watch it that way. I won't go to the movie theaters and see it. Right. I, I would go say... Go see Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely go see Spider-Man <laughs> if you can. Yeah, my, my family did not enjoy Spider-Man. They thought the first one was better. Wow. 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 Oh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother subject, everybody. Sorry. All right. <laughs> that was great. You and I both did that at the same time. I love it. <sighs> right on. Okay, All right. cool. I think we've about wrapped this up. I, don't yeah. know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. Steven. Yeah. Where can they go if they want to know more about two geeks and a microphone dun 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 hey everybody please check out our website at www.twogeeksmike.com www.twogeeksmike.com there you will find all our links and everything to our youtube channel if you're watching this on facebook um and or twitch or our twitter feed um then uh you can go to our youtube and check out all our past videos uh, uh, anything that may interest you. Also, you can get to our Kofi page, which um, Kofi.com to geeks. Um, if you just want to help support the show or just say thank you, you can buy us a coffee on Kofi. Um, all money's really go to really just to pay for all the stuff it is to do the podcast. Um, also, if you want to connect with us, you can also email us at show at two geeks, Um, but also on the page on two geeks, It also takes you to our brand spanking new merch page, yeah. um, which gives you a lot more options. So, uh, Mike has done a great job of creating different shirts um, or different logos for different sakes. And on there, then you can pick out if you want it on a t-shirt or a hoodie or a hat or uh, even uh, a mug or all kinds of stuff. Stickers and it, it's just... Oh, I don't have stickers on there. <laughs> oh, we don't have stickers on there yet. But We have coasters, yeah. though. We have coasters. Right. Okay. That's what I was thinking. So anyway, I uh, it's actually pretty good. I, I'm pretty excited about the, the site and stuff. Okay. Steven did a lot of work on the website and I did a lot of work on the merch site. So, <laughs> so we, we both worked hard. All right. So uh, if you are watching us on, on YouTube, please make sure and go and like and subscribe and hit the little uh, bell, give the little bell a tickle. That way you will get a notification each time we go live. We go live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. 
Central um, Standard Time. Central Standard Time. <laughs> I am I am probably going to change the release of our audio podcast. We have always launched it on Fridays, but um, it's come to my attention that that is too far out from the actual broadcast, which we do on Saturday mornings. So that's like a week later. So I'm thinking it might be better to release them on Monday mornings instead. So I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and make the move this week to do that. Yeah. So uh, make sure and like and like us and subscribe to us also on Facebook. Uh, I'm very active on our Facebook page. Lots of meme action going on. I try. I try. Did you see? uh, Did you see my my uh, uh, um, Harrison Ford and Tom Holland one I just did yesterday? I, I did one with Harrison Ford because Harrison Ford's coming in. He's going to play General Ross, uh, the Red Hulk. So I put a picture of Harrison Ford, and it says, "Hi, Peter. I'm I'm General Ross." And then I got a picture of Tom Holland as Spider Man, and he says, "Wait a minute, aren't you that guy from those old Star Wars movies?" <laughs> nice. So, anyway. Nice. So yeah, that's just one of my my memes, um, and that one is mine. I made that one up. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, make sure and go like us on on there. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, you you'll get any kind of information regarding upcoming shows and such. Um, next week we are doing Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo. I have been looking forward to this for a long time now, for probably seven months now. So uh, next week's finally the episode we're going to do it. And then uh, the week after that, we got something. Not sure what's going to happen. You'll have to tune in for that. So just a little teaser. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that said, um, whoops, looking for my outro. Over and out, and I'm Batman. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 